0: You guys. The August Human Design Accountability Group was absolutely amazing. Some of the people in the group had life changing shifts that happened. They started podcasts, they shifted their relationships. There was some serious, adjustments for the better. And it all came from them implementing very small, very doable, very actionable aspects of their chart that led them kind of like breadcrumbs towards what's really meant for them in life. Something synchronistic, something amazing that they couldn't even plan, all because they started to do something like follow their strategy or their authority or maybe do some emotional release. How the group works is that we meet on Zoom every single week for a month and I bring a theme to the week that you could choose to focus on or you pick your own focus. Then when we meet again, you share, you talk about how it went. Did it go well? Did it go badly? Did it confuse you? Did it turn into a wild success? All of that can happen and then we move forward. You learn a little bit deeper about your chart and you get so inspired by the other people in the group. Some of the people even made friends. They connected on social media. Somebody started another offshoot of a group. It was just incredible. And the doors for registration are open for September. So if you've been wanting to get into this amazing group, do it now because there is limited space. I keep the group pretty small so that I can get to everybody. I can answer your questions and hear about your life, your circumstances, whatever's going on with you, but only if you want to. Some people really like to show up and just simply listen and learn that way, and that's totally fine. So we've got two time slots available for September, and one is Monday nights at 7 p.m. The other is Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m., both on Zoom and both are Central Time. The group meets for four weeks. It's $50, and... You just sign up through the link down in the show notes, or if you don't have show notes where you're listening, go to studiotimeout.com backslash HD Accountability Group. I cannot wait to meet you and help guide you through September, all according to your own design. I'll see you there. This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too! After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. You saw it in the title of this episode, What's in Alignment for Me? is in alignment for everybody. That's what we're talking about today. How your behaviors, your actions of getting into alignment and living according to your design have a ripple effect on other people. Most of the time, people respond really well or maybe they don't even really notice and it's no big deal. But every once in a while, somebody does not respond well and they don't like that you are growing, shifting, improving, and changing. And that's what we're gonna dive into today. How to navigate that, why that's happening, and if it's good, if it's bad, if it's neutral, and what are you going to do if someone really close to you, like your husband or your child, is really upset by the shift that you've made. But before we dive into that whole incredible topic, let's read the review of the week. I'm looking at Apple Podcasts, and I see a review titled, Love Human Design, and it's five stars. Found your podcast a few weeks ago, and since I'm just getting into human design, it's small digestible chunks of info that you offer, which I love. It's easy to go back and look at the titles of the episodes to know what aspects of human design I'd like to learn or re-listen to. Thanks so much for all you do. You're so welcome. Oh my goodness, what a beautiful glowing review. So if that was yours, you win the prize this week. I'm going to make a video answering a human design question about your chart. So all you need to do is DM me if that was your review, tell me the username you used to write it and send me your chart info and what your question is and then I'll make a video and typically these videos are like 10 or 15 minutes long and I go really, really deep. So think of something juicy for sure. Anybody else that wants to enter the drawing to win the prize, all you need to do to enter is rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, on Audible, or on any other app that allows ratings and reviews. And then when I read yours you win. So thanks again, everybody. And also that person that wrote the review had a great point about how you can go back and re-listen to episodes that are a topic that you want to review or revisit or just learn again. That's why I title the episodes kind of like almost really boring and clear in a way so that you know exactly what it was and exactly what topic. I find in human design, For me, I have to relearn things a number of times before I feel like I've really understood them. And typically how it goes is that I'll hear something for the first time and then I kind of think I got it. Then I go into my life and realize, oh, wait, I'm not really sure how to apply this to my life. I'm not really sure what this means. So I go back, relearn a little bit deeper. Then I go in my life and try it. And typically I need to relearn even a third time or from a different method. So those are the kinds of things that happen inside the accountability group. Groups and also in one on one human design readings, or just even in some of the conversations that we have over on Instagram and on email. So stay in touch. Let me know how your learning is going because this is a lifelong experiment and you're going to continue to grow and evolve. For the rest of your life with human design. It's definitely not a fast change or big um, quick learning process that happens after just one time or in one week. This is something that will continue to have layers and layers over many, many years. So that actually plays right into our theme for the episode today. And this is a phrase that I absolutely love. And it's this right here. Ready? What's in alignment for me? is in alignment for everybody. Let's say that again. Say it with me. Repeat it out loud with me right now. Here we go. What's in alignment for me is in alignment for everybody. I did not make up this phrase. And honestly, I can't remember exactly where I first heard it, but I think it's from Catherine Zankina, who's the manifestation babe and the queen of the universe, in my opinion. But I'm pretty sure I learned that phrase from her. But it's something that I say all the time to myself, and I've really adopted this. And it helps people when you know you need to make a change to get into alignment, but it might kind of push somebody's buttons or cause a struggle. I was inspired to do this episode for multiple reasons. It's something that comes up constantly over in the DMs on Instagram. It seems like a lot of people say things like, oh, I really want to start eating according to my digestion, but my boyfriend and I have these rituals where we eat a certain way and it means that I'm going to have to change and he might not like that. Okay, here we go. What's in alignment for you is going to be an alignment for him ultimately. Or perhaps your mother always tells you to make smart choices and do a pro-con list before making a big decision in life. But then you've learned that you're a generator and you have an undefined Ajna and an undefined crown and it doesn't make any sense for you to make a pro-con list. And it's not about that for you. It's about making decisions based on what lights you up, what's going to be satisfying for you, what are you leaning into, what's attractive, and it's not Logical, well, you might kind of burst your mom's bubble when you start making decisions based off of that. And she might think that you're being reckless, but you just wait. When your life starts exploding in a good way and incredible things start happening, she'll probably completely forget about all that logic and using your head and making smart decisions. Or maybe she'll constantly berate you forever, telling you that you're doing life wrong, but you know best. You know best. Your chart knows you deeper than anybody. And when you start to get in touch with your design and start practicing it, you're going to feel the positivity. You're going to feel the manifestations coming in. You're going to start feeling the health in your physical body, the lightness in your life. And you're going to see all of this come to fruition in mysterious ways. And sometimes other people see it too, and then they get on board. And sometimes other people see your life improving and they still want to have you do it different. They still want to tell you to do it their way. And usually they have the best intentions, but you know what? It's your life and you know best. So I want to talk about two very real examples that came up from this week's accountability group. I'm not going to be sharing all the details and I'm not going to be sharing the names just to keep it private, keep it anonymous. What goes on in that group is very personal and sensitive and um, it's just really for those in the group. But these are lessons that are going to help us all. So let's talk about the first example One person brought up how she is a non-emotional and for many years she has been getting wrapped up in everybody else's crap and getting really emotional when other people get emotional and getting really involved when somebody is stressed out. She'll jump in and start getting super stressed out with them and everybody's um, kind of panic starts to heighten and everyone's stressed out and her kids feel it, even her in-laws feel it and her husband feels it. And she has learned in the group and also just on the podcast or wherever that she's a non-emotional. And so when she's feeling a lot of anxiety or stress or emotion coming up, it's likely that she's picking up on other people's emotions and feeling it with them or feeling it for them, or even amplifying it, and then she's the one that takes the brunt of it, and she's the one experiencing all of this when it's really not hers. So within the group, she shared that she's not doing that anymore, and the other night, there was an emergency in the middle of the night. Her husband was running around and yelling and giving directions and panicking, and it was really stressful, and she was just like, that's not my problem. I'm not going to get emotionally attached. I'm not going to go on an emotional roller coaster. This is not my thing. Maybe I can help. Maybe I can step in and and be a a support person, but I am not going to be in the drama. And she said that even her kids have noticed and they're kind of surprised. Like, wow, when dad gets really uppity and upset or emotional, mom used to. And now mom is being cool. She's just calm. She's not involved. She's not raising that emotional energy. And the kids notice and they actually made comments. Now, isn't that fascinating how much you can affect your children by following your design? Hmm. Very interesting. She also said that her in-laws have noticed that she's changed. She's no longer getting like super into the family drama and the emotion of it. And they've noticed Now, what's the most fascinating part of this for me is that she shared that one of these people that she's very close to expressed to her that now he's lonely. Now he feels alone and I can't remember the exact word she said, but basically he feels bad that she is not getting so Emotionally attached to the things that he's getting emotionally attached to. And then it bothers him and it's sad for him that he's all alone in that behavior. And she said something like, That's okay. Like, that's your thing to deal with, actually. That's your lesson. That's your life thing that's going on. You can work through that, you know, maybe you need to be alone in your emotions or maybe you need to feel that by yourself, but I can't be the one that's just doing it with you because it's not mine and it's not for me to feel. And it really, I assume from what she's saying, it really bothers him and it's really hard for him. But you can see that what's in alignment for her is ultimately in alignment for him. Even though he doesn't like it or it makes him uncomfortable or it's forcing him to look at his own behaviors, his own actions, his own emotions. It's also affecting the children and it sounds like they're actually being affected positively and what's in alignment for her again, it's in alignment for them for her to live according to her design and be more authentic and more true to herself. And what's really cool is that she shared that because she has stepped away from getting emotionally involved in all of the drama, now she has more energy and more time to do art and do some of her own projects and her own sorts of things. She's actually moving into a whole thing that she thought she was going to have to wait until her kids were out of the house for her to do. But no, she's actually doing it now because it's like she's following these breadcrumbs of when I start to do something simple to get in alignment with my design, all of a sudden time opens up, space opens up. I have more freedom and ability to actually do what's right for me. Isn't that cool? So the important lesson here for you is that even though she's making this man in her life uncomfortable, it's okay. It's in alignment for him, for her to have her boundaries, and for her to make choices that are right for her, whether she knows about human design or not. Let's talk about another example, and this was a different person inside my accountability group. She has learned that she's an inconsistent person, and you don't really need to know all of what that means, but everybody is labeled as either consistent or inconsistent. And actually, let's just talk about that really, really quick because it's so fascinating. If you're looking at your chart and if you see the top left arrow near the head of your chart, if it points to the left, you are built for consistency. If it points to the right, you are built to be inconsistent. And both are good. Neither one is bad. They're both just normal. Okay. So back to the story. So she is an inconsistent Her top left arrow is pointing to the right. And that means that when it comes to eating and food and diets, it's best for her to just kind of eat when she feels hungry and what she is craving in the moment, but uh, not like gummy bears or, you know, lollipops and popcorn. That's not what I'm talking about eating what you want in the moment, but really listening to her body's wisdom of what to eat and when to eat. It's better for an inconsistent person to do that than it is for them to eat on a rigid schedule and eat rigid meals that are always the same sorts of things. However, consistent people are going to do better eating more on a routine where they don't really have to think about what they're eating because they already packed a salad or they already planned to have hot dish for dinner and it's just on the consistent schedule and they don't really have to think about it. That's better for a consistent person. So this woman was sharing that she is inconsistent and the rest of her family is consistent. And so she's been really trying to accommodate them by having consistent dinners and they love it and it feels really good for the family, but she doesn't like it and it's not really her thing and she doesn't really want to do that. But she's just doing it because she wants them to feel good with their consistency. And I gave two answers. She was wondering, is that right? Should I be doing this? And here was the two things for her to consider. One... If it feels so aligned for her to do this for her family and it just totally like magnifies her and makes her feel full of love and it's just so wonderful for her to provide this consistency in this dinner for her family and it really energizes her, great, then keep doing that. But if not, then... Do it in a way that's going to work for you. So maybe you can facilitate them having dinner and you show up and you just eat if you want and don't eat if you don't want. Just eat when and what you want as the mother and then show up for these dinners with them. Spend the time with them. I'm guessing nobody really cares if you're actually eating the food. Um, Maybe they do and it bothers them. But again, what's in alignment for you is going to ultimately be in alignment for them. And I would be so curious to hear from her. So if you're listening and if you know this is you, then follow up with me and let me know if you try that and if your family's bothered by it. I'm guessing they won't be because people really just want people to be happy and to feel good and do what's right for them. But if it does bother them, then it still is in alignment for you and there's something about them that they need to look at in themselves. Almost every time that somebody is bothered by you living in alignment, it's because it forces them to look at their own behavior or their own judgments or their own expectations. And that makes people uncomfortable, but ultimately it's okay for people to be uncomfortable and have to look at themselves. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you can think of times in your own life where you've lived in alignment and then reflect on how the other people in your life were affected. Did they get affected positively or negatively? And most of the time, people are going to be affected in a good way. But we're all going to experience times when it doesn't go so well. So if you're at all struggling or you're just wanting to dive a lot deeper and get some consistent help with living according to your design, then join me for the September Human Design Accountability Groups. Or if you're listening to this way out in the future and we're past September 2023, I'm sure there's something else for you to join or maybe a later group out in the future. But I'd love to talk with you. I've been having so much fun actually seeing your faces and getting to know you and not just have me behind the microphone all by myself wondering who's listening. So I guess that's all for today. Have a beautiful rest of your week, and I will catch you next time.